the right buttons things happen everybody good morning welcome who let the dogs out doesn't matter the dog is back the dog is back we were all concerned yesterday morning about Eunice the Maribel canine police officer that went missing yesterday and I don't know the details of the return and how the dog got back but it is nice to see that Eunice is back baby Eunice Eunice in the articles last night, they were calling Eunice a he. Yesterday, Maribel Police Chief Tony Crisp called it a she, and it's yeah, a name. And it's the name Eunice. So it's a female dog, right? I assumed when I, he said dang. she yeah, well, and he, the name Eunice. Well, it kept me from playing the old Elton John classic, The Bitch is Back this morning, because. What? <laughs> what's, what's a female dog? Uh, yeah. A bitch. Yeah. Illegally. Yeah. I mean, that's, you know. I know. Yeah. So I just thought more appropriate, more apropos would be the, uh, who let the dogs out? Well, a Maryville police officer did, a canine officer, let the dog out. And and we asked Tony Crisp yesterday, we said in our interview with him, we said, we asked, you know, were we concerned that the dog has been, been eaten up by or killed by coyotes? And he said, oh, no, no, no. Even though the dog took off after a coyote, well, the news stories that evolved throughout yesterday were... There was a hell of a fight going on in just past the tree line where the dog ran into the into the trees after the coyote, yeah. coyotes or whatever the case may be. And there was a hell of ruckus about, and, and I, that's happened. I've had that where I've heard that twice in the last, say, six months. I've just moved out, if you want to call it, into the country. But the I've moved wilderness. Out, well, yes, into the depths of Louisville. <laughs> and, and we were two weeks in and we heard a massive amount of coyotes in the back getting something mm-hmm. getting something and when they get something they They're get something loud and then we also heard what we pretty much thought was a domesticated dog mm-hmm. when we were staying in lake tahoe recently last last before the snows and everything else last year and i just heard a, mm-hmm. uh, an animal go down to some coyotes and it sounded like a domestic dog and it was just mm-hmm. horrendous i mean the the ruckus is is like like nothing you've heard. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I would assume that's the fight that they assumed that the dog Eunice had with coyotes, but back with non-life-threatening injuries, which means the dog was injured in some way, shape, or form, I would assume, by the coyotes. And got away, luckily got away. And is back. That's great news. That's good news. That's, that's really yes. good news. That's great, great Those coyotes news. don't play. I mean, we hear them up on the hill of our neighborhood, and there's woods at the end of that. Mm-hmm. And we hear them from time to time, and it's just like... <gasps> You just want it to end, you well, know. Yeah, whatever, yeah. whatever is right. going on, you just want it to end. Yeah, when they're atta- when they're attacking, it's it's a group mob mob oh. thing, and they are all whiny and crying oh. and, and carrying on and doing their thing, and it's a it's a frightening. <laughs> oh, get him, Eunice! Mm. Go, girl! <laughs> Woo! Get that! Mm. Yeah. Oh, there it is. Finally finished. Yeah. So that's great news about that. Good morning. Welcome to the Mark and Kim Show. At 5.59 now, a minute to go till 6 o'clock on this Tuesday morning, 22nd day of August, 2023. Heat, humidity, feels like 100 to 105 today. Partly cloudy, hot, and humid. Not a rain chance, nary a chance. 
until Saturday, 20%. The only moisture is going to be coming off our bodies. Yeah. We have the sweat. <laughs> All right, then. All righty, then. Quite in the visual for everybody listening this morning. Uh, heat uh, permeates throughout the rest of the week. The only break we get is about Saturday, 91, 86 That's on Sunday, I know, <laughs> and 84 for the high on Monday with some clouds and some possibles of uh, rain. All the way, a lot to do today and a whole lot to talk about. We've got some uh, interesting did you sees next. Hang on. Start with a 2.1. It's your number one hit music station with the Mark and Kim show. The next time you want to trash your favorite fast food restaurant because the shake machine or the ice cream machine is down. Before you do that, listen to the next Did You See okay. on the Mark and Kim show. Powered by the Uton Law Firm. We'll get those Did You Sees in just a few minutes right after Olivia Rodrigo's Bloodsucker song. Play that Bloodsucker song. You, mean, you get that request at home. Yeah, here, there, <laughs> everywhere. It's Vampire on Starwater 2.1. Good morning. 6.10 a.m. Everybody on the Starwater 2.1 morning show, Mark and Kim. 93 for the high today. Feels likes in the hundreds. Between 100 and 105 degrees today, tomorrow, and on Thursday and Friday as well. A little break on Saturday. The high is only 91. It feels like only 95. Only 95. Mm. <laughs> well, on these hot days, you might want some ice cream, right? Oh, yeah. Mm-mm. Even on cold mm. days, I want ice cream. An ice cream machine that was not properly cleaned has killed three people in the state of Washington. And they're sure it was the ice cream machine? Three people died from listeria infection linked to milkshakes from a place called Frugal's Restaurant. Frugal's? Mm. They were so frugal they didn't clean the machines. and (laughs) Restaurant um, is cleaning all its machines. Well, thank you, Frugal's. Listeria infection kills about 260 people a year and knocked out three of them who were customers of Frugal's Mm. Burger Shop in Tacoma, Washington. And that's the thing. People get. You know, I think we've seen videos of people tearing up a McDonald's or a Burger King because, quote, well, the shake machine is down or... Again. I guess you get that at Shake Shack a lot. Mm. I've heard that at Shake Shack a lot where you go, oh, can I get a shake with that? Well, the machine's down. Because the cleaning process... Did we hear this one day? Somebody called and said that the cleaning process takes like two hours on this thing. It's a lot. Well, you know why? Because it must have to do something to clean, to kill listeria. There's a lot of nooks and crannies, apparently, and it's not just like you swish well, I mean, some water around But there's around blades it and, in there, right? Yeah. The churn, and, and I guess that has to... Who knows about this kind of stuff? But it must take some sort of specialized cleaning process that you just be, you need to be patient for. And if you show up at 11 p.m. on a Saturday night, then you might not get a milkshake somewhere. The bacteria was found in ice cream machines at Frugal's Restaurant used to make the milkshakes after staff failed to clean them correctly. The Washington State Department of Health announced. So this is this is legit. This is not just some only wonder if. It is what it is. Cases occur, occurred this year and affected people that had weakened immune systems, the department said. The restaurant stopped using machines earlier this month, but people began displaying symptoms of listeria infection up to 70 days after the initial exposure. So you may not even know, but they finally put the two and two together and found out that, hey, frugals. Uh, you got a little problem over there. I'm sure they'll uh, probably have to wrap up business very soon. As Goodness. I'm sure they'll be uh, sued off their butts for money. Um, and the other thing, in in terms of like in, infections and stuff, people, uh, the, the CDC, because you know, the CDC, sorry, um, is telling you stop kissing your pet turtles because of salmonella. There's a salmonella outbreak that is connected. <laughs> To pet turtles. My daughter 
has a pet turtle. My daughter has never seen a stray animal she can't just pick up and keep. I wonder where she grew up. Does she kiss her turtle? I don't. I'm going to tell her this morning. Don't kiss the turtle. <laughs> <laughs> advice I gave them in high school, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's Rihanna. And I have to say, I'm so confused by the Rihanna pregnancy and birth of the new child, which is being reported in the news this morning on several news services mm-hmm. I listened to. Rihanna was noticeably pregnant at the Super Bowl in February. Early February. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Noticeably pregnant in February. Yeah. That's the second month of the year. Mm-hmm. This yeah. is late eight month of the year. There's no way she was visibly, noticeably pregnant at the Super Bowl. What's going on? That's a long pregnancy. Yeah. I'm telling you right now, is she like April the giraffe? Remember April the giraffe? <laughs> I do. Well, the like 33 month baby preg- was ever going to be born. Oh my God. Is there a webcam on Rihanna's belly? I just, I don't, I don't understand. Doesn't matter. I'm sorry. It's uh, Mark and Kim at 624 on this, on this Tuesday morning. Did you see where if you're buying pickles, you may not always know you're buying pickles by the jar alone? I have no idea what you've just said. You will in a minute. Uh, we'll see about that, won't we? Knoxville's number one hit music station, Mark and Kim show on Star 102.1. Her versus him. Mark versus Kim will be the feud coming up around 720 this morning for tickets to Soaky Mountain Water Park. And this is the week for Soaky Mountain Water Park. Yeah, it is. So I got sucked into a Reddit conversation, just reading them, the responses and stuff, and it doesn't say pickle on most pickle jars. Have you ever noticed that? Clawson pickles. Mm-mm. Doesn't say it. Ricky Research, bring up Mount Olive pickles. Go to images when you type that in. Go to Clawson pickles. Classic Clawson and Mount Olive often describe their products as dills, spears, chips, holes, or halves. Sometimes they'll have pickle on there, but mostly they don't. Sometimes pickle will be on the jar, I mean on the lid, very small. Like if it's giving your website or something, they mostly have them in their websites. Very tiny, tiny little words. And the reason? They just don't put it on there. They said that because it's in glass jars, clear glass jars, people know they're pickles. So they know they're getting pickles, so why put pickle on there? So tortilla chips that come, or potato chips that come in a clear bag... Don't, they don't say potato chips on them? Well, that's what other people were saying. No, they do. And they said, well, other things that come in clear containers still have what they are on them. Ricky Research over there looking up. Uh, uh, Mount Olive has hamburger dill chips, kosher dill spears. They're not saying anything about pickles on the jar at all. I never and noticed Clawson's this. not saying anything but spears either. Now, there is a line Wouldn't of Wouldn't that be them- funny if Britney Spears had a child and she named it Clawson? Clawson <laughs> yeah, <Clawson> Spears. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There is a line... Or if she married former Vols quarterback, Rick Clawson. Yeah. Or Casey Clawson. Mm-hmm. I guess she'd be Britney Spears Clawson then. Would be a little different. Never mind. Mm-hmm. Go on. There is a line uh, for Vlasic that has purely pickles or simply pickles because they don't have some of the spicing and stuff in them hmm. that, that are on there. But some of is them have Is this a conspiracy? Like, I mean, is this like... No, it's just something that they somebody They uncovered noticed. something and, and now Vlasic, Vlasic or Clausen has to speak up and say, well, here's the reason why. They just said it's because people know. But it was interesting that when, already know. when one person noticed that it wasn't on one brand, they started looking on the other brands and none of the pickles, for the most part, have pickles on their jars. And the companies say that despite avoiding the word pickle, 
most are, they all say, well, we are pickles. We're proud to be pickles. Mm-hmm. And on their websites and in their advertising, they say pickle. They have pickle on their, you know, they write so pickle. So obvious. They have all I this guess maybe the jars. They, they don't. don't need to state the obvious. But we still get stupid, you know, warnings on packages. The most obvious warning on packages on, we've seen those stupid warnings on yeah. stuff, you know. But so you know what it is. So why so do we have to do say you, it? They do you say. have a problem with clear packaging for your pickles? No. Okay. Yet though, I'm seems, used to clear yet, packaging. Yet though, has a problem with clear packaging showing up on the front porch as delivered by Amazon or whomever. Remember this? Pickles aren't showing up <laughs> last on week. Porch. Remember that last week? Yes, we're all I did. Freaked out about clear packaging. My son's yeah computer cover. And somebody did comment beautifully. Kim, do you have a problem when people see your stuff on the on the conveyor belt there at the grocery store when you buy mm. stuff? It'll nope. Huh, but you have a problem with clear packaging on the front porch. Like, people are going to come by to your front porch and look at it and go, oh, my God, look what the Hansards are buying. That, no, it's not about that either. Mm, you said it's it was It's not last, about that. Yeah, you kind of did. No, it's week. not that I'm embarrassed by what we're buying. It's not that. It's that it's just sitting there on my porch until we bring it. Like, like it's sitting there home. on the conveyor at your grocery store or the big box store. But I'm there mm. with it. I'm not <laughs> oh, on the porch That makes with my so stuff. much difference. Hmm. So there you go. You've uncovered it, Kim. Now you Thank have to you. look at the jars. Now <laughs> you have they to don't see. Have pickle on the jars. Right. There's no. Are there no opaque pickle jars out there that we that would have to have the word pickles on the outside? Are they all clear jars? I've never seen an opaque pickle jar. I don't know. Just, I don't know. All right. Well, look into that. And tomorrow this time, I'd like a report if I could, please. Thank you very much. We'll be right back. Start with a two point one. You got the Mark and Kim show. We uh, did a little thing yesterday. We kind of kind of asked the question: How stupid do you have to be? And that was concerning the woman in Kentucky who believed <clears throat> that she was in an online relationship with Billy from Stranger Things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How stupid do you have to be to then? I have already purchased tickets for Fire Festival 2 because tickets are now for sale and we'll have that did you see next. Mm-mm. How stupid do you have to be? Start with a 2.1, Bakar and Helen back. It's the Mark and Kim show. Helen back would be the journey to Fire Festival and, the, and then hopefully you made it back home. And if you don't know what I'm referring to when I say Fire Festival... Um, it's, it's the biggest top three debacles in music history and almost became a humanitarian crisis when, Mm -hmm. when years ago, a guy named Billy McFarland, along with scam rap artist, Ja Rule, who was just a, just phony as hell from his, from his music, (laughs) to his acting. He was a quote actor was like, he's in one of the very first uh, fast Fast and and Furious. furious movies, horrible human being. Billy McFarland and Ja Rule and Fire Festival in the Caribbean, all these acts, and then all the social media influencers who were paid to post about it and the ticket sales, and then they were completely not ready, and it turned into something massive, and, and, it's, and there's two or three documentaries about it that you should just, if you want to watch something, you just sit there and go, oh my God, it, that's a Fire Festival documentary. And I think there's on net. I think there's one on Netflix, and I don't remember which one is the best, but just look it up, and you'll see, and you'll have a couple of hours of oh my gods, it was terrible. Convicted, mm-hmm. convicted felon, and Firefest founder Billy McFarland, who spent four years in jail from a six-year sentence from for this fraudulent Fire Festival one, has, is now selling tickets for Fire Festival two. How can you sell? Tickets for Fire Festival 2 
if there was no Fire Festival one. Right. How can you even call it that? With a voice full of hubris, McFarlane made the announcement on TikTok with a video he shot while clothed in a rather comfortable-looking white bathrobe. Because, you know, that inspires confidence. Oh, yeah. Oh, there's a guy I want to take. Clearly working hard on this. Take, take seriously. And this is a big day because of right now, Fire Festival 2 tickets are officially on sale. People will be rushing for that. I love this, though. Oh, people have already bought. See, I, I, people see, have I, already I really thought this was a joke. But listen I to really this. thought he was joking. <laughs> this is like, here's, the, here's how impressive he thinks this thing sounds. Mm-hmm. We spoke to people as far away as the Middle East and mm. South America. <laughs> so? Hey, we can pick up the phone right now and call somebody <laughs> in the Middle East. Yeah, we have yeah. a phone too. Wow. You did? You spoke to somebody in the Middle East? Let me put my robe Woo-hoo. on. <laughs> wow. And maybe as far as South America? I'll put my slippers on for that. <laughs> and ultimately, we decided that Fire Festival 2 is coming back to the Caribbean. We are targeting Fire Festival 2 at the end of next year. In the meantime, we'll, do, we'll be doing pop-ups and events across the world. Guys, this is your chance to get in. This is everything I've been working towards. Let's bleep and go, baby! Woo! That's me doing him. Mm-hmm. Although Fire Festival 2 doesn't have a music lineup. I love this. A venue. Yeah. <laughs> a date. Yeah. McFarland has made the first 100 tier tickets available for the very low price of $500. Oh, I'm getting oh, in. Oh, I'm sorry. Forgive me. I was wrong on that price. $499. There you go. Oh, well. <laughs> Get with, in now. With subsequent levels listed as selling for up to $7,999. I'm going to round that up like I do with the Taco Bell. <laughs> That's $8,000. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. For a place, for, for an event that doesn't have shall a I, venue. Shall I click on the no buy, buy, buy tickets here? Here I am at posh.vip slash e slash fire. F-Y-R-E. Does that include the uh, food? Like the last one? Oh, listen, there was that good point. There was no food barely at all for anybody to survive. There wasn't yeah. even water. People were like like you could have died. Yeah, you I mean, had no, it was awful. No place to stay. Storms came in. No water. No food. No food. No way to get off the island. Oh, it was terrible. I just okay. I have Kim's information here. Kim's address. Uh, Kim's credit card number. I'm going to go ahead and get us some. You want to go? No. Don't, don't you put come my on. stuff in there. You always talk about a field trip. Come on, let's go. Come on, come on. Start with a 2.1. Knoxville's number one hit music station with the Mark and Kim show, powered by the Ooten Law Firm. You just knew a company was trying to rip you off. You knew it. You caught them doing it, too. Like if you bought tickets to Fire Festival 2 by the yeah. guy that's selling tickets just so he can get some money, because there's no Fire Festival 2 like we just talked about. There won't be. Just a way for him to get some money out of you. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we got your great comments coming up next here on Star Wars 2.1 after Doja Cat. Star Wars 2.1, 707 on the Mark and Kim show. Already did it. Yeah. It's 83, excuse me, 93 for the uh, high today. Feels like 100 to 105. 95 tomorrow, pretty much the same for the rest of the week. If somebody was to look at your tires and say, oh, you got dry rot on here, you wouldn't have any idea what to look for, would you? Yeah. Or you would know what to look yeah. for. Yeah. You know what dry rot looks like on a tire? I have a tire that's dry rotted right now. <laughs> <laughs> or you told that, or have you seen it for yourself? I didn't see it until I was told that. Uh, but then you saw it, and yeah. you know you can tell that it is? Yeah. Yeah. It just looks dry. 
Like, it looks like it's rotting away a little bit. Like, it's just been sitting, mm. if you will. We were told our station vehicles had dry rot just... Well, the less you use them... A week or so ago. Sometimes the ones that go unused sometimes mm-hmm. don't get as much running around. That can, mm-hmm. that can happen. My daughter went to a place, one of these pop-up uh, quick oil change places, not a nationally recognized brand, mm-hmm. one that just quickly evolves, and it's like almost like a pop-up shop kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, you've got major dry rot. And by the way, we're selling tires at half price, blah, 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 the whole thing. We just happen to have your size. Right, exactly, <laughs> exactly. And so she went to another place, a reputable nationally owned oil change tire company, and uh, they said, no, no, you're, f- you're fine. You've got thousands of miles left on these tires. Stop it. And said, and, war- and warned her. They said she. They said they said this. This is a place that's notorious for doing that same thing, where they send somebody. They somebody will go get an oil change, and then they they, they hear the words dry rot. They're like, oh my god! And you panic. And someone hit me with dry rot recently on a tire. I'm like, no, I don't. And I took it someplace else, and they said, no, your tires are fine. You got mm-hmm. plenty of time on them still. So that's the that's the new buzzword in trying to get you to get your tires changed quickly when you don't need them. Are you sure you have dry rot over there? I'm gonna, I'm why, gonna, you go, why don't you go take a picture of that dry rot? You want me to? Okay, I will. I don't mean, you don't have to no, get up now. No, not right now. Yeah. <laughs> you were actually moving, <laughs> moving from your chair. Uh, so we got a bunch of comments about when you just when you caught a business trying to rip you off. Nicole writes, when I lived in Iowa, there was a place that I took my car for an oil change. Interesting. Two different times they tried to tell me that I picked up a nail on the way there and had a flat. So would I like them to patch it, patch the tire? Wouldn't you know you had a flat tire? Well, not if maybe you caught a nail and it's starting to leak. Oh, maybe they okay. Know we're okay. hearing we're hearing something. Mm. Unless they walk you out there and show you the nail. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. exactly. They probably, probably don't. They'll probably say, "Well, you're not allowed in this area over here." Um, I didn't go back the second time, and I told them no. There was no flat, by the way. Later on, when I picked up my car from the oil change, so obviously you just dropped your car off. Yeah. When they when they were working on. Oh, by the way, we've noticed a flat. Mm-hmm. We'd like to go ahead and fix that. Can we patch that or give you a new tire? Steve writes. Most of the time, it's an employee trying to work a side hustle, and the business is unaware. If they ask for a, if they ask for um, cash for extra work to be completed on a job that they were sent out by another company, call the business itself. Now, I've worked with a bunch of contractors recently where there's a company and then the guy works for the company and has offered hey i also do side work mm-hmm. that can save yeah. you some money yeah. and i've employed those people for that but they're be, they've been open about it yeah they're open about hey, it and the and the, and the major company the my major company they work for is cool with yeah it, so um tara writes a dealership tried to tell me that my car needed an entire power steering system which cost about 1800 bucks and my car was just all 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 my car was was just low on fluid Drove it for eight more years, never had an issue. I certainly hope you did put more fluid in that, by the way. Yeah, really. Right. Mm. Hope you didn't drive it for eight years without um, it. <laughs> uh, somebody named Riss Red, R I S, Reese, wrote a local electric company and then talked about water pipes, then corrected itself. So it's, it's, see, he said, uh, sorry, not electric plumbing. A local plumbing company tried to tell me I needed all new water pipes in my entire house at a cost of 16000 Called two others to have second opinions. Both of them said, oh, your pipes are fine. When that company, that same company called me, I told them that they were trying to rip me off and I was not going to use them. They called again nine months later asking if I wanted to follow up and get those pipes taken care of. Good heavens. I said, wait a minute. I've already told you you're a scam yeah, company. Really? I'm sure they hung up quickly. Uh, let's see here. Kathy, I had a server at a restaurant change the amount of the tip when I used my credit card to pay my bill. And you have wow. to watch that. 
Yeah, my wife says, leave it blank or cross through it and then leave cash. cash. And I say, no, because if you leave it blank or just cross through it, they'll find a way to put a tip on there. At least write the tip really legibly. And, and, you know, so you, so, and then remember what you've spent and then go back and reconcile your, 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 reconcile your credit card or your debit card statement. Uh, let's see here. James. A local game store had a raffle for a game system. The more you bought or traded in, the more tickets you got in the raffle. Well, I guess they didn't make enough on the raffle per ticket to pay off the, con- the console they were giving away, so they extended the window until they made enough money to cover the cost of the console by the raffle sales, oh. which kind of screwed over the people who traded in on time. Yeah. The whole point is that you want to be a and part of a small... And number in. Right, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Adam, got a $95 water bill on a house whose water I had personally shut off well over a month ago. Oh. These are great. Now, this one is from Charlotte, and I had to get out my magnifying glass because she had sent a screen grab of three charges at a fast food restaurant in Teleco where they charged her for breakfast $20. It was a $13.95 breakfast. Okay. They charged her once $20, once $25. Once $120. $165 for breakfast. Nancy responds to Charlotte's comment, says, there was an employee at restaurant in Maryville, Maryville, doing that same, I've got to stop that, doing that with people's cards a few years ago. Like pre-pandemic, some restaurant upcharged and upsized my meal without my permission. When I called them on it, they said, "That's that's what their regulars do. Well, I'm not a regular, LOL. That's what their regulars do? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so people just catch, you've got to reconcile oh my your goodness. credit card statement. You got to know what you've you're doing. You've got to know what sure your you debit card is doing, you know, and look at it. And when the fast hold on, food hold on. or anything. <laughs> For the last 18 seconds, I've been speaking French. Look at his eyes. <laughs> look at his eyes. <laughs> oh my God. Oh no. Oh my God. We have a Courtney and we have a Josh. Coming Gosh. up next for her versus him, we... Oh, my... Oh, my Josh. Oh, my Josh. <laughs> we have had no luck with Josh's on this program for her versus him, Mark versus Kim, but it's coming up next, Courtney versus Josh for Soaky Mountain Water Park Passes after David Kushner on Star 102.1. Star 102.1, her versus him, Mark versus Kim... Today is Courtney versus Josh. Not those Joshes. This is a whole new Josh. And today, Courtney and Josh are playing the feud for... A four-pack of tickets to Soaky Mountain Water Park to close out summer with your favorite water park. I realize, though, that the Joshes recently have been playing the list. This Josh today will be playing the feud. Oh, that'll make all the difference. Hey, ho, hey. I'm being positive. <laughs> oh, okay. Hi, Courtney. I wasn't calling you a hoe, by the way. Good morning, Josh. Good morning. All right, Josh, I need you to perk up and speak up a little bit if you could, please. So we'll start with the Good ladies. Good morning. Yay, buddy. There he is, everybody. All right, so here we go. Kim and Courtney. How funny is that? Kim and Courtney, top five answers on the board for the first round of the first point. Give me the most popular answer, Courtney. Name a, name a country... That starts with the letter B. Hmm. <laughs> Courtney? Um, Bosnia. Bosnia. Did she say Bosnia? And that's a strike number one. Kim, give me a country that starts with the letter B. Belgium. Is Belgium on the list? Yeah. It is at number two. 
Courtney, answers one, f- uh, three, four, and five are left. Give me a country that starts with the letter B. Two seconds. Oh, man. Is oh, man. Is oh, man. The country of Oman on there? <laughs> Strike number two. Kim, a country that starts with the letter B. Two seconds left. One second less. I don't know. That would be strike three. Boys, talk talk it out. Brazil, Bolivia. Oh, those are good ones. Time is up for discussion. Josh, to steal the first round of the first point, name a country that starts with letter B. Brazil. Is Brazil on the list? Oh, I don't know, like the fifth biggest country in the world? Sure. And it's so funny, Kim, on this list is a country that you've recently visited. Belize. Belize. Brazil. Brazil. Belize. I'm sorry, Brazil, Belgium, Bolivia, Belize, and Bangladesh. Just look inside the label of most of the clothes you're wearing. All right. (laughs) Uh, Your country in my head immediately goes, oh. Scoremaster Steve, what do you have for us? One for the boys, zero for the girls. All right, so we'll stay with the boys. Top five answers on the board. Josh, give me the most popular answer. Name something you do in front of a mirror. Get dressed. Uh, is getting dressed in front of the mirror on the list? It is at number two. Somebody's wrestling with their phone. I don't know what's happening on the other end, but somebody <laughs> is having it. Um, yes, get dressed at number two. Name something you do in front of a mirror. I'm sure Tyler? some people flex their muscles. Is flexing your muscles on the list? That'd be strike mm. number one. Now, answers one, three, four, and five are left. Go ahead, uh, Josh. Give me a, something you pe- people do in front of the mirror. Sing. Is singing in front of the mirror on the list. Strike number two. Hmm. Okay, la, la, Tyler. La, la. Tyler? Take pictures. Take pictures in front of the mirror. Is that on the list? Strike three. Girls, talk it out. Brush your teeth. Fix Brush your, your teeth. Mm-hmm. All right. Timer. Yeah. Shave. Time for discover is the time for discussion is over. Courtney, name something you do in front of the mirror. Brush your teeth. Is brush your teeth in front of the mirror on the list? Ah, no, oh. did not make the top five. <laughs> brush your hair, get dressed. Number three, pop pimples. Number four, your dance moves. And number five, put on your makeup. Mm. More than put on more than brushing your teeth. I was front. going through my routine in order, and I'm like, oh, the first thing I do is brush oh, my teeth. Sorry, I didn't put Kim's order of things on my list. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Scoremaster Steve. All right, that's going to be three for the boys, zero for the girls. All right, Josh, you're in the lead, and you get to t- tell me if you want to play this or pass this. Name something that might be referred to as dead end. Do you want to play that or pass that? Pass. All right, here we go. Courtney, name something that might be referred to as dead end. This is, by the way, round three, top four answers on the board. Something that's dead end. Wow, Courtney, huh? Your hair. Is your hair on the list? It is dead ends at number three on the list. Kim, name something that might be referred to as dead end. A road. Is the road dead end? Yes. Number one and number three off the board. Number two and number four are left. Name something that might be referred to as dead end, Courtney. A relationship. Is a relationship on the list? It is at number four. One answer left, Kim, to tie the ball game and go to a coin flip. Name something they might be referred to as dead end. A job. Is the job on the list? And they have rounded out the four lists. The four on the list. Road, job, hair, and relationship. Barbecue restaurant missed out on being number five. All right. 
Well, there you go. It's a tie game. Josh, call it. Hedge your tails. Heads. All right, it's heads. You got the first round. Courtney, to tie it or to lose, heads or tails, Courtney? Heads. And it's tails, the boy. Oh, oh my God. Here we go. Oh, oh my Josh. Josh. Won. Oh, my Josh. Oh, my Josh. <laughs> oh, through. A Josh has won a her versus him game. That was a coin toss, but still, hey. he won. He'll take it. He'll take it. Win's a win. Courtney, thank you for playing. We appreciate that. Josh, congratulations. Off you go to Soaky Mountain Water Park. Congratulations. Hey, thank you. Start with a 2.1, Knoxville's number one hit music station with the Mark and Kim show. We were just talking about when you just knew a company was trying to rip you off. I have a little, something I want to bring up, and I want to know if you think I should have reported it. Okay. Based on a ripoff I think might be taking place. Ooh. That I spotted, and I thought, hmm, this doesn't seem right, and I'll tell you about it next on Star 102.1. Start with a 2.1. Good morning, Mark and Kim show. You know, I will pay for stuff to have done to my car, all right? Yeah. From oil changes to car repair to even car washes. I won't do it myself. Yeah. I'm lazy. I do the same. I'm lazy about kind of about that kind of Keep stuff. Keep the economy running. That's what That's we do. That's what I do. Mm-hmm. So let me ask you a question. Should I have reported this? Because I've been noticing at certain places where you go to get your car wash, and I'm not mentioning any names, that they now come up to you at the kiosk as you're ready to put in your credit card and select your wash. Have you noticed that more recently? So you haven't gone to the membership yet? Can we stay on target, please? Okay, sorry. Thank you. So... You, you, if you know, have you noticed that yeah, you may not because that's right. You're, what you're saying is you're a membership person now. You need a car wash membership, so but they you, do come up. So to they it. have, but they have you. You get recognized by a code that's uh, yeah. that's in your windshield for the normal people that don't buy the car wash memberships. Have you noticed that they're coming up to you like they like you need assistance putting in the credit card and selecting your wash? Mm-hmm. And that's been happening a lot lately. And they've been asking me the same question every time: Do you need your receipt, sir? Well, the receipt kicks out automatically, and I always grab my receipt for a reason. Yeah. Because within 24 hours at certain places, you can go back and get another get another car wash. Yeah. For free. Yeah. So I didn't think much of it. I was just like, yeah, I'll take my receipt and I grab my receipt. And if I needed another car wash 24 hours, I'd give it to my wife or whatever. And she'd go over and she'd get a one. It's nice. It's like a two for one deal. Mm-hmm. About three weeks ago, though, I pull up and I was met at the kiosk before I could pull up to the kiosk to put my card in and pick a wash. And hey, would you like this code for $5? You know, these washes ain't $5 anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, what's this now? The, the, and and the, the person they're working had a receipt that had just been kicked out, I guess, or had been kicked out twenty four within 24 hours. Okay. And was attempting to sell me for cash the receipt that someone else hadn't taken while they paid for their wash and the receipt kicks out. Do you are you not so following you think me? It, you know, I'm following you exactly. So you're, <laughs> you're thinking, all, you're no, I'm, like I'm crazy. <laughs> no, Do you my, understand what I'm saying? No, yeah. my mind is just working. So it's an employee of the place, or is it a? It's an employee of the car wash, or is it a, a worker, or is it someone else who's selling you their five dollar ticket? Yes, it's an employee. As I said, the okay. employees are coming up to the kiosk there and asking. So they're getting you, a little side hustle going on there, right? Mm-hmm. No, I understood exactly. I didn't know if we were going to make it or not. No, I understood exactly what you were saying. I was trying to understand. Should if it I was report? An should I have reported that? I knew what it was. I said, "No, I'll just yep. I'll, I'll pay with my card." No, you should report it because they would want to know. 
But who do you report it to? The manager that's in the <laughs> office. That's Let me speak the to the with. manager. Well, <laughs> yeah, that's going to go I do have well. a personalized license plate on my car that says Karen. Well. So maybe, in fact, that would be the right thing to do with that kind of personalized plate. But no, so I think, yeah. I think I was... Yeah. When you park for the um, the vacuum cleaners? I don't do go that. Into, uh, well, if you park like you're going to the vacuum cleaners and then go in the There's office. There's usually one person working. There. I don't ever see a second person working at these places. So there usually is in the office. Well, how do you know all this? <laughs> because I have a membership. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> kind of an air quality alert for most areas today, tomorrow, and on Thursday. Heat, heat index above 100, almost 105 degrees. Call that the feels like. 93 for the projected high today, tomorrow, right into Friday and Saturday. It is the Mark and Kim Show on Starwater 2.1, powered by the Uten Law Firm. I was interested with getting the <laughs> sex of Tyler and his girlfriend's baby. Getting the sex. Uh-huh. It's for the gender mean, reveal. For, yeah, please. Mm-hmm. Tweet the sentence. So I'll tell you how that um, worked out. I'm Well, oh God, help us all. Starwater 2.1. Knoxville's number one hit music station. Should I have the Hot Mess Hansards sound effects, jingles, music bed ready? I don't know. All right, just tell I don't us more. I think it was a Hot Mess Hansard. I'm just asking. Right. I'm just asking. Before Tyler went on vacation last week, he asked me to get the information on the sex, ginger of his Gen- baby. Ginger? Gender uh. of his baby with his girlfriend. And they said it could be any time between one day and three weeks. But they thought it would be within when, a few when, days. When you mean you have to go pick it up somewhere, or are they just sending you they the information? They were going to email, okay. we thought. So he, they were going to send him the email, and then he was mm-hmm. going to forward it to me. Mm-hmm. But then they learned that when they sent the email, it would immediately pop up what the gender was. So that wasn't going to work. Why would they do that? I don't know. It's ridiculous. I don't I don't know. And they decided to tell us the day of, right when we have... The day got, of what? The day we would have gotten the email. They called. They called us and tell, told us... That it would be on the email. Do not open the emails, but they told us. So okay. he couldn't forward it to me because he was going to have to open it. So anyway. You can, forward I, it, you can forward something without opening it, right? Well, he was afraid that he would see it. So we changed the plan. He said. You know, that just getting her involved at all. <laughs> I told you this last week or the week before you went on vacation. That getting her involved in something is going to mean something tragic to your keeping it a secret and you that's did. part of the story too you got in my head but we had it all figured out <laughs> you we got it all figured out we mm-hmm. got two cylinders he went and purchased two cylinders one that had boy confetti in it blue confetti right. and one that had pink confetti in it makes sense so i took off they were clearly marked one had it's a girl the other had it's a boy so i took off the stickers put them on a piece of paper and I put this sex, you know, is left. This sex is right on my piece of paper that nobody else saw. So I knew which was which. Okay. What does left and right have to do with anything? Because I marked the cylinders. This sex left. This sex right. So they so matched my paper. You had to transpose information from one thing to another. Yes. You. Yes. <laughs> so I who had can't this, tell her left from her yes, right? Yes, I can. Not generally. Not yes, you, I can. First of all, not while driving. Yes, I can. So I had this all on there, and I I checked, and I double-checked, and I said, okay, I got this, I got this, I looked at the cylinders, and then I took the stickers off, I I did did everything, put them on the paper, so I had them, and I turned it over, and I taped it to my my, uh, computer screen, because that's where I put everything, all my codes and everything, and so I was ready, and I waited, 
And I waited, and I never got the email. Well, then he calls and tells me they're going to call you. But what had happened when he called to tell me they were going to call me, they had already called me, but I didn't answer because I didn't know the number. So I thought it was some spam call. So do do you not have the ability to hang up on a spam call? The second you realize it's a spam call. Like, what are you afraid of when you're going to answer the phone? If it says scam likely, even if it shows you scam likely, that could be from a business that just... Just answer your phone. <laughs> but I didn't. So anyway, the, they, this number had called, and I was sitting out here at my desk, thank goodness, because that's where the paper was, or I'd have had to come here anyway. But that was fine. I was going to do that. But they called. It was early enough. And he goes, we're on our way home, and now they're going to call you. And I said, oh, I think they've already called. And sure enough, they'd left a voicemail. So I called them right back, the the place that has the, the gender of the baby. So I called them back, and I wait Because she goes, oh, we have to give you the nurse. So I wait for the nurse, and there's this music playing, and I wait, and I wait, and I wait, and they disconnect me. And I thought, okay, great. (laughs) So I call back, and I wait, and I wait, and then she answers, and she says, do you know Celine's birth date? Well, no, I don't know Celine's birth date. So she goes, well, we need Celine's birth date. And she goes, this is the, gir- this is the girlfriend for the those girlfriend. who don't know who we speak in first words, first names over here when somebody may not know what you're talking so about. So the girlfriend's birth date. So I said, well, I could find that out. So I hang up again and I text Tyler and I say, what is Celine's birthday? So he asked Celine her birthday. He does not know his girlfriend's birthday. <laughs> so that's the big part of this story. That's that, part of it. You don't know your, that's part your, of your it. baby mama. You don't know her birthday. I, in the moment, no, I, I could in not. The mo- no, in the moment. No, I did not know her birthday. In the moment, nothing. <laughs> you don't know how to spell her last name. You can't pronounce her last name. Hello. Mm-hmm. And you don't even know her birthday. Mm. What's wrong with you, dude? I don't know. So meanwhile, what are they asking you to tell them? They're asking me what your birthday is. And of course, that's 623. You know her birthday. Yeah. Well, you just asked it just a second ago when you were coming in the room. Yeah, I was just very funny. Yeah, I knew her birthday, though. He didn't know his girlfriend's birthday, but he knew my birthday. Well, he knows his mother's birthday, obviously, seeing that you're his de facto mother. So anyway, I call back. We're way over time, dear. Okay. Yeah. You want to continue next? Yeah. Okay, great. We'll be back. Start with a 2.1. Your chance later this afternoon, 3 p.m. as a matter of fact, with Jade Bud, J-Dub in the late afternoon. He could be your J-Bud if you like. Uh, to see Daniel Tosh at the Tennessee Theater coming up on September 18th. More information can be found at our website, star1021fm.com. I'll tell you what I texted Tyler and what the sex of his baby is, or he'll tell you what the sex yeah, of his is baby he, is. Yeah, why do you have to tell us? I'm not telling you. He's going to tell you. You just said I'm going to tell you the sex of his what baby. What I texted him. Oh. Did she get it right, though? She we did. won't know till she's born. Pentatonics is coming to Knoxville to Thompson Bowling Arena. It's December 16th. You can text the keyword sing. Or as someone wrote in yesterday, sang, S-A-N-G. But it's sing. It's S-I-N-G to 865-656-7827. Tickets go on sale for Pentatonics this Friday. Tickets on sale at 10 a.m. at Ticketmaster.com. So go there. The gender reveal of Tyler's and his girlfriend's baby rested in my hands. <laughs> I know. Wow. I know. Why? Why her? I trusted her. You trust her? Yeah. Okay. Based on what? I trust her based on our work chemistry and, mm-hmm. yeah, the rapport we've built. The rapport. Yeah. All right. You and I have built no rapport, I guess. You said what? I guess you and I have built no rapport? Yeah. But I'm organized. You are. I'm very organized. 
Then there's Kim. <laughs> I try to do what's right. Yeah, you do, huh? I do. All right. <laughs> but anyway, so I had an assistant left and right for this sex was left. Another sex was right. The cylinders that he took, one had blue confetti, one had re- uh, pink confetti. I knew which one was which. I marked them, sent them to the beach with him and his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. When the office the doctor's office calls me and tells me what the sex of the baby is. I text Tyler to tell him this is the one. The left one is the one that you need to fire off. The left one is the one that will tell you the sex of your baby. So how is he to determine? So he has a he has a package of two cylinders. One says left, one says right. Yes, that yes. I had marked previously based okay. on the stickers right. that were on okay. them. One was a boy, one was a I have a feeling we're build up to, building up to an anti-climax, though. No, well, they were already headed home from the beach. So when I oh, texted so it was too them, late. They wanted to do a beach reveal. They went back. Mm-hmm. They like, turned went around on the and sand, went back. the ocean, the whole thing. Yeah, we turned back around, went right back. To the- <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> we, How we far were, away were you? Well, about thirty minutes. Okay, so you went three hours. No, 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 it wasn't that bad. (laughs) So you went back. (laughs) And then we, but first we had to find the cylinders because they were hidden underneath the false floor in the trunk. So we took the false floor. You know where the the spare tire is underneath the. What are you driving a drug smuggling vehicle? No. (laughs) It's like a false floor that goes over the spare tire. But we had ended up losing them. So we took everything out of the car. We ended up losing the cylinders, the confetti cylinders. We lost them. So we pulled everything out of the car. Just to pull up that false floor and like, oh, here they are. So we had to put everything back in the car, head back to the beach, ask a lovely couple to take uh, take the video for us. Okay. And they were extremely nice. They they wrote did, a little message in the sand for us and everything for, oh, the, nice. for the picture. They didn't run off with your, with your phone? No, they did not. All right. So they twisted the cylinder and what color confetti came out? It was pink. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. You're going to have a little girl. I am. There you go. A boy and a girl. Yep. All right. So excited. You think you have trouble sleeping now? Oh yeah, I can just wait. Mm. Not in not just for the infancy, not for just the bottle feedings and the rest of it. You'll be raising a girl now. Yeah. I've raised three. That's why I have no hair. <laughs> and why I had no sleep forever. <laughs> and still to this day. Still to this day have trouble sleeping because I have three girls out in the world. But congratulations. Mm. That's thank lovely. you. And you didn't mess it up. Well, I hope to heavens not, because when the baby is born and if it's a boy, <laughs> We know I messed up. Oh, so when <laughs> see, we don't know. Oh, this yeah. could be the, this could be the yeah. longest Hansard mess up of all time. It could. All right. Well, we've got the hot mess Hansard's jingle on cue. Over here. <laughs> all all I have to do is push a button. So, yeah, just let me know. Eight forty four on Star One Two Point One Knoxville's number one hit music station. Have you heard of screen apnea yet? We'll discuss what that is, and you're probably doing it on Star One Two Point One next. Doe Chion, Starwater 2.1 at 847 on the Mark and Kim show. Screen apnea is where you stop breathing while looking at the screen in front of you, usually connected to your emails. You're holding your breath while checking your emails, a.k.a. screen apnea. Now, I have sleep apnea, treated sleep apnea, obstructive sleep apnea, where I would have died earlier in my life if I had not been treated. I don't know if this is causing anybody to die, screen apnea, but I'm treated for it, and I sleep beautifully. So do you notice that you're holding your breath while reading your emails? I certainly hope not, but if I need to put my CPAP on while I'm reading emails, I'll do it, damn it. <laughs> I don't care. I mean, I haven't noticed that I'm holding my breath while reading well, emails, but... It's like sleep apnea. You stop breathing, 
You don't stop breathing altogether, but you might sometimes be holding your breath without realizing it, or you start taking shallower breaths. A Microsoft executive realized she was doing it, coined the term email apnea back in the day, but it doesn't just apply to email, so screen apnea is the new term. She tracked 200 other people's breathing while they checked their email and found that 80% of us hold our breath while opening and looking at email. Now, does she say why we do it? or what It's the part of our is? body's stress response to any, any sort of stimuli. Our nervous system kicks into gear just in case there's a threat. Then our body responds by slowing our breathing to help us focus. Um, my wife will hold her breath, like if we're going to go, like I guess, on rides or roller coasters or something like that. She'll, you know. And I do that too. I guess I kind of do that too. Like I found myself holding my breath when we were going on the uh, on the Dollywood roller coaster, Big Bear Mountain, the other day. Oh. I kind of just kind of hold your hold your breath, like before <laughs> I do one of those drop rides. Where you do, yeah, I hold my breath for that. I'm not sure I'm holding my breath while checking checking email. I guess maybe I should start checking email to find out. <laughs> yeah, you have to look at email to find out if you're doing it. Mm-hmm. Cats do it when they're stalking a bird. Right before they pounce, they freeze, hold their breath. Don't we hold our breath when we think we're being, because we think we're being quieter? Stealthy. So like yeah. if you're trying to, like mm-hmm. before you scare somebody or something, you kind of hold your breath? Mm-hmm. When it happens too much, it sends our body into a chronic state of threat and leaves us feeling exhausted and drained. So if you are email-centric in your work life and you're always tired but you don't do a lot, it might have to do with the fact that your breathing is affected by the way in which you are handling the stress, quote, of your normal, typical daily tasks of opening emails, sending emails, reading emails, then deleting and all the other stuff you do with emails. But she said we do it with other screen time, too, not just our emails. So if you're just what scrolling I'm saying through is the it, other... But I'm saying she's re- she realized that it's, yes, email is the one thing that's holding that we were holding our breath for back in the day. But now because mm-hmm. we use our screens for everything, it could be more than that. Yeah. But she just did it while people were checking emails and stuff like that. And and so in the same way which we, uh, I guess a cat attacks its prey is we're attacking our emails and we're hmm. holding hmm. our breath or shallow breathing <laughs> before we do that. So, you, so the good thing is check your email while you're giving birth to a baby so you can combine the shallow breathing for pain and the email at the same time. <laughs> That is Steven Sanchez. Until I found you, Mark and Kim show at 916. Air quality alert for the next three to five days based on the heat. And just it's not clear. It's not beautiful. It's just hot and humid and muggy and sticky. And so be uh, be careful out there, especially if you're working outdoors. 100 to 105 for, for the heat index for the next five days. The only break we're going to get is Saturday. 91. Woo! That's a break. Oh, it's a I, huge. I can't break. get over that. Mm-hmm. Britney Spears' lawyer and manager left uh, have been left in charge of her care now. Um, apparently, Who's, she wait, still needs hold, care. Hold on, in charge of her care. Yeah, she's not. She's not under conservatorship. Uh uh-uh. uh She's not under quote anybody's care. She certainly wasn't like like in a guardianship situation. She's not. A, she doesn't have a legal guardian. They're so not, what, are you, so yeah. what are you talking about? Well, they're saying that most of her support system because you know her mom came to see her a couple of months ago to you know try to get their relationship back together, and that went pretty well. And now that's falling apart again. Apparently, um, her so dad. So this, this is based on the fact that she's now divorcing and mm-hmm. her, her husband has moved out because 
because Sam, her husband, Sam Ascari, was making sure she ate correctly. He was working out with her and keeping her physically fit. You know, he was he was doing all those things for the past six years. And this is some before they BS got married. celebrity news that says that someone is now in charge of her care. It's from TMZ. In and, charge um, of her care. Mm-hmm. Her lawyer and manager are essentially in charge of her well-being. Uh, the source says... Well, you that, say that about somebody that's been like determined by the state to be incompetent or, una- or unable to take care of themselves. I don't. Where, where have we missed that? Well, I don't know. They're saying that they're in charge of getting Brittany fed to appointments. <laughs> um, they manage any potential professional opportunities that may come her way. Um, what, her manager, of course, gives her professional opportunities anyway, you know, works with her on that. Yeah, but how's um, that different than any other day? Well, that's what they're saying. This is this is her support team now, though, since Sam's not there because he was doing a lot of this. Um, they said there's not any great alarm on her mental state right now, but there is some concern. If she can't feed herself, if she can't be responsible for getting her own food, that tells me there may be something wrong with her mental state. As for the family, Brittany's very publicly shut her dad, Jamie, out. Her sister, Jamie Lynn, she's not speaking to. Her mom, like I said, had flew to L.A. They were together for a while. Now she's back out again. Her well, just bro- because she left doesn't mean they're on the outs. Have you seen something online that says, my mom and I are on the outs? I don't know about mm-hmm. that. I haven't seen Now, anything. her brother, Brian, is the one that she's most close to now. And they said th- he's been coming to the house and working out with her and trying to help her with some things um, most recently. Um, y'all but, wanted this when y'all said leave Britney alone mm-hmm. and free Britney and all this other stuff. So this is the life you wanted for Britney Spears, and this is what you're going to get, I but guess. But did you see the story over the weekend about the divorce party she had with all these guys? But Cade Hudson, who is her manager, was there as well. What are you talking about? She had a <laughs> divorce party where, at her house. Where are the pictures? And there were, well, there's video and, and stuff that she had with uh, these shirtless guys. I don't know who all of them are. Cade Hudson was one of them, and he's her mm-hmm. manager. He's her manager. Is she becoming Mariah Carey? I don't know. Oh, God. You know, Mariah Carey's kind of gone, you know, interesting. Yeah. You want to yeah. put it that way? She's gone interesting with her MTV appearances and, and you know, I don't know, becoming quite, I don't know, like... Who does she think she is? Cleopatra? I mean, what is she? I don't know, but that's, that's what she posted is my divorce party. All right. Well, good for Brit. Hope it all works out, Brittany. Mm. Do we fear? Do we do we have her on a death watch? I'm concerned. I don't know about a death watch, but I, I, I'm concerned about her mental health. Okay. <laughs> 920 now. Noah Khan, dial drunk on Star Wars 2.1. It's kind of a neat sound. Folk pop is what they're yeah. calling it. Folk pop, and that's cool. He sounds great. Um, and that's something, of course, you've never done. Sound great? Dial drunk. Oh. <laughs> well, you said, you know, sounds great, and that's something you've never done. And I was like, oh, yeah, okay. Well, the title of the song. Yeah, Dial Drunk. You've dial, never... dial Drunk for you is what he says, yeah. Yes, Kim, that's the name of the song. No, I don't dial you've drunk. Never, you've I never... don't drunk dial. You don't drunk dial because you don't get drunk. That's right. And you who who and who would who would you be drunk dialing if you think about it? You've been married for twenty five years. Yeah, I know. <laughs> if I drunk dial my husband, he'd just say, Get home. Or No, he shouldn't say that. Get upstairs or whatever. Get home. Where would you I be out know. drinking? Then, <laughs> <laughs> yes, drunk drive home, Kim. You've drunk dialed me from somewhere. Or how about I'll come get you? Yeah, I'll come oh, get you. Good Lord. Come home. Those are those hot mess answers for you, everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, coming up tomorrow, we're gonna we're gonna have a little conversation. Um, this is a funny conversation about a song that is now being banned. A song that's now been banned 
based on the way in which we're allowed to say things anymore and the way in which we're not supposed to say things anymore. We'll talk about that tomorrow on okay. the Mark and Kim show. And maybe a, a Facebook post about what are you surprised is still out there that hasn't been banned as of yet? Because Fat Bottom Girls is no longer on Queen. No. Fat Bottom Girls is no longer on Queens. They make the rock and world Great. go round. They make the what? Rock and world go round. Is that not right? <laughs> are you saying rock and roll go round? Rock and world. Make the rock round. and world go round. Yeah. Fat Bottom Girls. I thought Fat Bottom Girls were all the rage right now. Yeah, but, but what's not, wrong with it? It's well, banned? It's, it's been taken off of Queen's Greatest Hits collection. Oh, no. Wow, yeah. Huh? You can't have a Queen's Greatest Hits album without Fat Bottom Girls. Can you not call them Fat Bottoms? Is that the problem? So we'll talk about that coming up tomorrow, right here on the Mark and Kim Show. All you people want is more, 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 more. Give me, give me. More, more. <laughs> have, you, ha- have you always dated during the internet? Did you ever, you, how, your 31 internet really kicked in, let's just say around 2000, and when dating sites and stuff started, 2005, maybe in that range. Yeah. You weren't dating. Were you dating by 2005, which is a strong 18 years ago? Were you 12, 13? No, you weren't. So you've never used, or you, you have been dating in the internet age. It was MySpace. Hmm? MySpace, around the time that I That's started That's not a dating. dating site per se, though, right? You oh, yeah, around dating sites, You weren't no. picking up chicks, on no. MySpace? Yeah, yeah, I was on MySpace. But yeah, you were? I, Wait, you were or you were not on MySpace? I was. But there were people that I went to school with that I would just like message or... Okay. But yeah, but around 2005, I started dating. Around that time? Yeah. All right. And you've never used a dating site. You've never been on any eHarmony or Match, even when you were between husbands. No, the closest thing was, you know, that we had was like the newspaper, what did you call them, the... The ads where you could like or put out an ad, yeah, for a date. What do I, you? I don't even know what you call them now. You you actually ran an ad in a newspaper? No, but you could see. <laughs> no, I didn't run an ad. But they had. Like I am the, free. I'm available. No, but they. No, no, yeah, really, a half page ad. But I mean, they had like the. What, what did they call them? I can't think of what they call them now. Personals. The personals. Yeah. Mm. But they had that, but you never used it. No, but I'd read them. You'd read other people's personals. Yeah. They were I think Craigslist for a while had something called Missed Connections, and they also had yeah. Women Seeking Men, Men Seeking Women, yeah. Yeah. Men Seeking Men, Women Seeking Women. Yeah. They probably still have that. Haven't been on Craigslist and who Back knows Pages. Huh? They call it, I don't know if they call it uh, Steel, but it was called Back Pages. Was mm-hmm. it? Yeah. Yeah. Not that familiar. Okay. Uh, I personally, I went with the original dating site, which was, you see, an ad for a ride home from college, mm. <laughs> pull the number. Yeah. And then you call the person. Then That's literally how you met your wife. And you spent yeah. the next 38 years together. That's the original dating. Never site. dating. <clears throat> we didn't date. I know. That's what you say. Why does that bother you so much? It doesn't bother me. I'm just saying <laughs> you, that's what you, you say. But you bring it up every time. Because that's what you say. That's the I story. I understand because we never dated. Okay. Do you agree with me or do you? Sure. If you, that's your story, on, that's on. how it is. I know you agree with me, but do you believe me? Sure. Do you believe my wife when she if says. If that's your story, that's your story. Stories, though. Really, <laughs> things are stories. That means they're kind of made up. No, no. That's your story. We got into a car. By the time the five-hour drive was over. You were together. We were together. That, that, that's your story. And we're sticking to it. Okay. That's your story. You both say that, so there it is. So I've never dated in the internet age. You've never dated in the internet no. age. You, 
Uh, you you've been on Tinder. Yeah, uh, Tinder, Bumble. So you've been on okay. Cupid. So you've been on yeah. all. So you are okay. So this article is about whether dating was better before the internet. And these are the reasons why dating was better before the internet. Okay. Point number one: no constant stream of of opinions. Excuse me. Options. Sorry, no <laughs> constant stream of options. Also, I like yeah. a I well, like a woman with, too, I like a woman with not the with no constant stream of opinions either. <laughs> yeah. That's that's what I like about my wife. She's got no opinions. <laughs> None at all. I think your wife has plenty of opinions. <laughs> I have a question about that though. You were talking just now. You said Bumble. You know all Tinder, the you know, you named grinder. all of them. Did if, you say Grinder? No, I did not say Grinder. No. If everybody's <laughs> on all of them, aren't you seeing all the same people on all of them? I mean, what what's how often did you see people? on different dating sites and you said oh i remember her or oh i've dated her maybe a handful of times handful. maybe right. oh okay because usually it sounded like everybody usually people everything. will go with what they go with and they'll stick to that and then they'll bounce to the other one me on the other hand i had them all so yeah i, I had was, them all what does that no, mean? i had tinder bumble all that okay yeah okay let me re- let me restate that no constant stream of options the barrage of people quote in our area on Tinder, or the never-ending slew of OK Cupid messages makes people unrealistically picky and allows one face to simply flow into the next. People become faceless. They stop looking like people, and we begin to approach them as we do more, mo- I'm sorry, movie options on Netflix, which is not a good thing. They, I can see that. So the more yeah. you have to choose from, you become unrealistically picky. Back in that, back in our day, you kind of knew the people you knew, and you met the people you met, and that was kind of the pool that you had to choose from. If you didn't, you know, everything, quote, was in our area, mm-hmm. yeah. because it wasn't like I was picking up a pen pal in Belgium and then going to marry her somewhere. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was seriously just the people you met in your circle, your friends would meet somebody, you knew somebody that they would introduce you to, or you saw somebody in class, or you met somebody at a bar. Or maybe, maybe somebody who knew somebody, like every once in a while there'd be like a, a cousin that came to town to visit, so you yeah. might get somebody that's you, out of you mentioned these cousins, and we're talking about dating and relationships and cousins that have seen you naked. I mean, well, for no, God's sake, no. you mentioned cousins a lot. Well, because- I know you're from Tennessee, but cousins and relationships. Well, let's, let's, separate, let's separate the okay. conversation. What let's I'm keep cousins out is- of nakedness and relationships. In this case, I'm not talking about my cousin. I'm talking about like a friend who maybe had a cousin that visited from out of town or a friend that visited from out of town. Too many cousins. That's how you met somebody that wasn't like in your area, you know? Yeah. It wasn't necessarily. Right. But I, I like the way they like that to um, like the barrage of Netflix and everything because you know hey we're sitting there and we're seeing just one square after another after another after another on the TV screen and we're like well there's nothing to watch well there's there's hundreds of things on yeah. there but we think there's nothing to watch you're so always looking for something better they say the yeah. scroll the, the doom scroll of all the programming is because you're always thinking you're going to find something better and that's like and the that, dating that's, that's what, what they're what saying they're about to. that and I can yeah. see where that would happen and it becomes tasking just going through each person's profile so to be fair a lot of people will just swap right and just see who they match with as opposed to looking at every single person so you mean just based on facial attractiveness you mean yes or i mean or just swapping right in general and just seeing who you match without even not even looking just indiscriminate it could be i mean if you're talking about dating that too but also if you're late in the evening and you're wanting to go out and do something with somebody You'll just swipe and just hope you match with somebody, and if you find them attractive. When you say do something, you mean screw? Not necessarily. Yes, you, you do. Can go, we can go out That's to a eat. hookup. When you are, you yes. said late at night, you yeah. go out and yeah. do yeah. something. You're swiping right on anything the end game, just yes. to see if, in fact, you could, quote, hook up. That's a hookup. Yeah. Wow. That's all that is. Late at night. Mm. 
But then if you think about it, I mean, just, it sounds atrocious. It does. But keep in mind, if, you, if you're in a bar at one in the morning and you're by yourself, you're probably looking for a hookup. Either that or you're looking for a ride home because you're too drunk or you're <laughs> yeah. waiting for a taxi or whatever. Number two, you got to learn about people gradually instead of having upfront access to where they went to high school, all, the, all of their past jobs, what they, want to, what they do with their closest friends via social media. You got to slowly ev- uh, excavate such information from a new and intriguing person you were getting to know. You got to know somebody organically as opposed to being able to, able to Google search or check their Facebook or their Instagram to know everything they do, everything they've done, everything they like, everything they don't like, the people they hang out with. You can make... You can make grand assumptions, or not even just assumptions. You can actually, like, oh, well, here's all the factual data. We're like uh, private investigators. You don't even have to be private. It's well, all public uh, well, information. Yeah. But Because we can we can look up anything we want to know about somebody now and know or think we know everything about them, what they want us to know anyway. But what how they many things on social media are yeah. fake? Yeah. They're all fake. Yeah. Filters, lifestyles, and just because a picture... You know, says that they're doing this or doing that. That's that's you don't know. That's what they that they put they, out there. Yeah. They want to put that out there. That mm-hmm. doesn't necessarily mean that their life is like that. So you got to know people gradually, like on a five-hour car ride. <laughs> I'm serious. That's yeah. how we got to know each other. Yeah. We talked and you know kept I I I blanking each other in the rearview mirror. <laughs> you know, and seeing them interact with other people in the car too. I mean, in that case, you know, right, right. Group, I was given the seal of approval by her two roommates, which were also in the car with us, mm-hmm. which almost like they didn't exist for a while. Like, <laughs> I think we were like talking and talking and talking. The other two were like, can we join the conversation? Like, where'd yeah. they go, you know? <laughs> uh, number three, these are reasons why dating was better before the internet. Number three, Googling your date was not an option. We just kind of covered that. Number four, real friend recommendations. Instead of connections through shared friends via dating apps like Tinder, pre-internet dating recs came from your actual friends, people you contact and know in real life. This often led to more genuine connections with your cousins, with the persons. <laughs> or somebody. Or someone that yeah. your cousins knew. Oh, gosh, I met somebody the other night, and I think you'd be great with them. You know, I want you yeah. to meet somebody. I want you to know this person. Or, All right. Yeah. The ability now to reach someone all the time versus the way it used to be is that you didn't always get in touch with the person you were looking for. That's right. Looking for. If you called someone's house and they weren't there, then guess what you didn't get a chance to do? You couldn't follow that up with a text. Yeah. No. You had to wait till they came home and then they would call you back. Or not. Well, I mean, if this is somebody that you're, what are you saying? Well, this is like your girlfriend or your boyfriend. Yeah, but I mean, you may not have gotten that immediate call back either. And because you couldn't text them, it's not like right. they would immediately say, hey, I've got to go do this, this, and this quick, but I'll call you. Or, or they couldn't do what they were doing. Because mom may have to give you the message or yeah. someone yeah. didn't write it down or yeah. whatever. And then you <gasps> you didn't tell me they called? Yeah. <laughs> Nobody ever says anymore, you didn't tell me they called. Uh-uh. Because you've got instant yeah. gratification, can, you if you will, always... right there in the hand. Always be reached. Yeah. You couldn't always be reached back in the day. Uh Uh-uh. Oh, she's at the mall. She won't be home till 5 o'clock this afternoon. Which mall? I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. So you like you couldn't Uh -uh. go to the mall to look. I mean, it's just like, just okay, you're cooling your heels or figuring out you'll have to do something else that day. There might be a general idea of where you were, but there wasn't all this, you know. Like, I got home yesterday. I didn't, my husband's car was gone, and I'm like, well, where's he? I got on Life 360 and said, oh, he's here. 
Yeah, you know? that quick. So you track your husband. Not generally. Well, why did you need to know where he was yesterday? Well, I just, usually he'll say, hey, I'm going so-and-so, and I forgot he had a so meeting. So you track so. your husband. Let's go back 12 seconds. So you track your husband. It was no big deal. He had told me. I just forgot. Why just call him as opposed to just tracking him? Because he was in a meeting. I'd just forgotten. He had told me, and so I rather than call him and interrupt. Home. He had a meeting outside the house, though. It was for something else. Oh, not yeah, for work? It wasn't for work. Okay. Number six, people had to put in more effort. The lack of effort in today's online world can be summed up in the endless sups women get on their OkCupid accounts. Has OkCupid taken over as like the non-Tinder number one dating site? Is that I have no idea. It says OkCupid several times. Good answer. Oh, <laughs> I wasn't trying to set you up there. Oh no, I'm just saying Truly, I really I just, don't have any. Maybe idea. it's sponsored by OkCupid. <laughs> <laughs> this is under the uh, from WallStreetJournal.com. Uh, the lack of effort, let's see, instead of copying and pasting the same message over and over, like baiting your line and waiting for it to budge, people had to come up with original things to say to every different person they met. Imagine that personalized greetings for your date who, who, uh, for your date, who would have thought you put in, so I guess in today's world, you can just cut and paste and, and do a lot of. You know what you said to one girl on Tinder. You can say to another girl on oh, yeah. Cupid or Bumble or yeah. in your case, Grinder. Okay, yeah. Um, <laughs> He's determined to put you on seven. here. I'm just playing. Number seven, anticipation. This is why dating was better before the internet. Anticipation. Back in the day, you had to wait patiently by your phone to see if that hot guy you met at the grocery store that you gave your phone number to would actually call you. Or not so patiently. Mm. Oh, my gosh. Now that magic has been replaced by various instant communication options. Number eight, blind dates were truly blind. Yeah. When they say <laughs> truly blind, that doesn't mean they couldn't see. Yes. People got to live a little by throwing themselves into truly novel dating scenarios with the classic blind date. Nowadays, people are overly cautious when it comes to meeting new people, performing unnecessary back background checks on the World Wide Web. If you're meeting your new date in public in a public place, as you should, there's no reason to be so thorough. Embrace the surprise. Well, here's the deal. Because nobody looks like, like their profile photo. You're still blind dating. You're still on yeah. a blind date. Yeah. I mean, truly. You now, are. be honest. Last week when you were on OKCupid, no. Before, <laughs> when you were still on dating sites, percentage of times that you showed up to meet somebody or met somebody mm-hmm. and they looked different than you saw in their profile picture. Oh, yeah. It, it, percentage it of times. Um, Out of the 100% of times uh, you did it. 25%. So only, for, oh, that's actually not well, a lot. But there's, you yeah. make it sound like it's a lot. 25% is not a lot, which means three out of four people looked like their profile photo. Yeah. Yeah. But there had well, been you cases. Sound like it was more than that. No, no. I've got. There had been cases where I've gotten out of the car and the lady was maybe six five, like she was. She was a lot taller than me. Um, and did you I not see I, that in her profile. No, I no, I did not know that. It's hard the, to tell how tall somebody is. The fact is that in she was in the though. profile picture, knocking her head on the door jam above, <laughs> didn't give you some indication. And she had a she had like a basketball hoodie on. And that didn't tell you that maybe. <laughs> no. So when she when so you're telling me you got out of the car and someone was six five. What did you do? Because you weren't. So you don't play with women that are tall. No, I didn't say that, but I just I wasn't aware of that. It was kind of a, like what you were saying was mm-hmm. it was misinterpreted. Well, you know what Kim says about that. What's that? We're all the same size laying down. Uh huh. Mm. Yeah. Did you lay down with a six foot fiver? I did not. <laughs> did you want to lay down with a six? I did not. Did there was she, more to it than did that. Did you want to lay just... down with a five foot eighter? <laughs> <laughs> oh, what are you? How tall are you? <laughs> I don't know anymore. Five ten. 
Yeah, let's go with that. No, no, I want to know how tall you are. Let's, let's I, go I, with well, that. I just, I just told my son that I was about 5'9", 5'10", 5'11", in there. Well, so. that, that's, well that's a pretty a range. good range. Yeah. Why don't you give us the height? <laughs> I'll, I'll just meet in the middle, 5'10". What does it say on your license? Six feet. See? Oh, <laughs> so he's lying on his license. That's like lying on a profile photo. That's not telling the truth. Do you put your yeah. height on a profile on a dating site? If you want them yeah. to know that you're tall, you do. Yeah. Uh. If you're six feet plus, if you're six feet or six feet plus, you put that on there because some women don't want to be surprised with the five foot eighter. You put your build on there and yeah, like you could put athletic, uh, husky, skinny, Portly, average. Uh, chunky. Yeah. Stout. <laughs> dumpy. Do you put dumpy on there? I don't know about that Dumpy, one. lumpy. <laughs> Let's see. Number nine. No one, this is why dating was better pre-internet, no one could see your nerdy high school pics without your direct consent. As in, let me see your yearbook. Now you've probably got some picture back in your photos. Yeah, probably. When you were in high school. Um, because at some point you've had some post that's like, oh my gosh, look what I ran across. Yeah. And there it is. Yeah. <laughs> back in the day, catfishing was not a problem. Yeah. Number 10 on the list, catfishing was not a problem. If you met someone, they at least had to be roughly the same age and gender and live in the same state as you expected. Not so with the internet where the insanely hot girl you've been cybersexing for the past six months may turn out to be a 10-year-old boy in Nebraska. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. Uh, let's see yeah. here. Uh, number 11, more fun expectation fantasies. Without the abundance of baseline expectations that come from the information available concerning any, any individual online, the only false hopes you could build on an early date with a stranger came purely from your fantasies. That sounds like a reach to me. Yeah. That's a lot more fun than creating a picture of a new acquaintance from detailed accounts of what he did last weekend and a slew of pictures to show off what he and his bro friends have done. So yeah, you can't, you can't what they're saying is you can't, fantasize about what this dream boat is going to be all about he you know you know right off the bat if he's your prince charming or not right right and more than likely when you find out that he's not prince charming it's because he looks different and acts different than his online profile yeah because, exactly you know oh he's living this great life and he's traveling and he's doing this and he works there and then he shows up with dunlap's disease you know with his mm -hmm. belt yeah you know either matches up or doesn't pretty quickly mm -hmm. and see how much further this list will break down as we're trying to get a 20 list of things that were better the dating before the internet was better than it is now around 12 to 13 is when these lists usually break down let's see here uh you meet people closer to home instead of ending up dating someone who lives in newark when you live in east brooklyn because the internet made it so easy for you guys to get in virtual touch you'd meet people in places closer to home instead of scanning the internet on your smartphone while in line for your morning coffee you might have freed up your eyes and attention enough to strike up a conversation with a beautiful woman standing right in front of you. By the way, never strike a conversation up with somebody who's in front of you, especially when they have their back to you. As someone we used to know, someone who <laughs> shall remain unnamed, did so while he and I were standing in a line waiting to board a plane. Yeah. The person that I was with traveling at the time decided to... Reference a woman's bag tag. Yeah. Her luggage had a bag tag with a business card and it had a business, a very famous business on it. And he mm -hmm. just started to talk to her. Yeah. About her business. And she turned around. She goes, I'm sorry. Excuse me. What now? Yeah. I'm sorry. What? And I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> so that's my tip of the day. If their don't back is to you, if their back is to you, you don't engage them in conversation. If they happen to turn around and make eye contact. Hi, how are you? Hey, I noticed that your bag says... 
Deloitte and Touche, because yeah. I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> and I felt Deloitte. I felt like we were Deloitte and Douche. Yeah. Um, and 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 no, but no, but you know, if they if they engage you, one thing, but talk. And she literally had. To, I'm sorry. Excuse me. What? Because she heard her business name, and she's like, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. What's that? I'm sorry. Are we talking to me? The fact that someone yeah. has read your luggage tag. Mm-hmm. It's a little weird. Yeah. Yeah. Number 13 on this list of how dating was better before the internet. You couldn't sound like an idiot in advance. (laughs) (laughs) People almost always sound dumber and more pretentious in their online dating profiles, which I've never seen. I've never actively seen a person's online dating profile. Never been on one. Never been on a dating service. Never been on a dating site. Never seen anyone's profile to read it. Never seen a profile picture to judge on it, and I've never swiped right or left. I imagine people <laughs> pump themselves up if if you. Well, I mean, I, I well, imagine pretentious, I don't know. yeah, dumb. They sound dumber and more pretentious in their online dating profiles than they do in real life, and that includes you, online dater. Before the internet, the opportunities to give off douchey impressions were significantly fewer. And if you made a douchey impression on someone, it was usually right off the bat and saved a lot of time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> saved a lot you of time. You know what? I'm not interested. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Tell right off the bat. Uh, number 14, more spontaneous dates. Instead of Googling your ideal destination days in advance, setting up with reservations and all the other things you do now to make the date perfect... You could just meet your date at his or her apartment and simply wander to the next restaurant slash bar slash park slash movie theater that piqued your mutual interests at that given moment in time. Yeah. There seems to be, according to this, no spontaneity any longer. Really? When it comes to, oh, the perfect date is is got to be Instagrammable. The perfect date is if you're not doing something that somebody can put up on Instagram yeah. or or write a big Facebook post about it or something like that, giving everybody else FOMO. If you're not yeah. creating FOMO with your date, then you're not a please. You're not you, doing it right. Exactly. In today's world, mm. this is like like back in the day. You just you want to hang out. Yeah, let's hang out. Where do you want to hang out? I don't know. Meet you at the park. All right, I'll see you there. Fifteen minutes, and then you knew when someone was going to be there when they pulled up. Like my girlfriend, I dated, so the girl, my girlfriend in high school was a year older than me. And so she was driving well before I was. Mm-hmm. And so she says, okay, I'll be there at a certain time. You had no idea if she was going to be there on time. The only way you knew that anybody was going to arrive anywhere is when they pulled up in front of your house. They didn't text yeah, you. I'm true. five minutes away. Yeah. You have no way to track them. There was no GPS locator you could attach by magnets under their car. Nothing like that. All least, that stuff you do now. Yeah, all that <laughs> stuff you do now. You just hope they showed up. And when they weren't there on time... You couldn't call them. You couldn't text them. Where you are you? You just waited. You just waited. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you waited. And then you called their house. Have you left yet? <laughs> or, no, I haven't seen her. I don't know where she is. Yeah. Or he is, or whatever the case may be. So, yeah, now spontaneity is just like, you know, I'll come pick you up. We'll just go wherever. We'll go to the mall. We'll walk around the mall. Yeah. Maybe, maybe we'll go to the theater, go watch a movie or something mm-hmm. like that. Let's see, number 15, no en- no engineering your matches. It's impressive that dating sites can pair you up with people scientifically proven to optimally mesh with your personality. But since when did love become so damn practical? Passion defies all rules and don't allow online dating to let you forget it. Because I can tell you my wife and I are very different people when it comes to passions like my passions are this, that, and this, and that, and this, and that. She has one passion. It's her children. That's yeah. it. She has mm-hmm. one thing she cares about, her family. That's it. She likes to travel, but she's got no interests. She's got no hobbies. 
She doesn't do anything. She talks to the children. She texts with the children. She emails the children. She goes to visit the children. It's, that's just, and I have way too many things that I'm interested in. But because the time we met, at the time we met, you couldn't do anything other than kind of be with the person you were with. I remember this. Even <laughs> She says that, oh, I shouldn't say she says. I've told you before that the woman I'm married to now is not the woman that I was with yeah, back in the day. Yeah, said that many times. Oh, I tell the kids that all the time. Oh, by the way, this, mm-hmm. this great Gigi grandma, this person that raised you, not the woman I married. Not the woman that we fell in love on a car ride. No, because this is the woman who got so angry that I, was, did, I dared carry a camera bag on an outing we had with a couple of friends to walk to a big waterfall up in West Virginia called the Cascades. And because she was such a brat, and this is a word she uses all the time, she was a brat. So self-proclaimed Just brat. Just a self-proclaimed brat. She goes, oh my God, I was such a brat. That because she felt that the camera bag was getting more attention than she was, mm-hmm. she says that it was almost a deal breaker that she was ready to, and she had, and she was acting like a little brat the entire time. That sounds like something I would do. She'd be like, she was 20 (laughs) yards ahead walking and she's like, well, it's your camera bag that's holding you up. I'm like, holding me up. (laughs) She hated my camera bag then. She should have realized then, hey, I got a passion. I brought a tripod. I had a camera. Oh, I I bet you did. I took pictures of this water. And all the things with you. Yeah. Because it's what I do. It's what I do. And that was just something you had to, she had to embrace my passion. And you don't have to have everything so perfectly engineered by, oh, well, guess what? My match put me together with another photographer, someone who likes to write and read and all the other stuff that I'm passionate about. Uh So I think that passion trumps all, and it should trump everything in terms of overcoming what the differences are you have in the things that you like and don't like. And it almost killed my relationship right at the the start Hmm. because- I can remember thinking when she was walking ahead and she wasn't walking with me and the other couple was together, but we weren't because I dared to carry a camera bag. I thought to myself, even at 19 years old, I was 19 years old and real stupid, but I had the clarity to think, is this what I want? Is this, is this what I want? <laughs> yeah. But then she turned around and I saw her boobs, of course, and then that was Oh, well, and everything changed, you know. yeah. It was all over. <laughs> I don't mean naked. I mean, just, you know, just tight shirt and all. So, um, Cleaner breaks from bad dates. So your first date with Internet Todd was a total disaster. Internet Todd. (laughs) From the nasal voice you could barely discern over his loud open mouth chewing to his insistence that he walk you home to finish explaining his newest theory about southern insect migration. Oh, my God. You realized you had no desire to spend another moment with Todd for as long as you live. Unfortunately, social media allowed him to message you via Facebook, tweet at you, send email after email once once you made it clear that you were not going to answer his phone calls. Because back in the day... When mom wouldn't put her on the phone or they would just pretend that she was I mean, how how many times yeah. it took like two or three phone calls that didn't get picked up or answered yeah. that you just realized, okay, well, that I guess that's it. Because, you know, even it was just something casual yeah. when you were calling mm-hmm. and they stopped answering the phone or mom said, oh, she's not here. And then they, she never calls you back. Mm-hmm. Not calling you back was the sign that it was over. That was the, mm-hmm. that was back times ghosting, I guess. Yeah, that was, yeah. yeah. There was yeah. ghosting before there, there was, was ghosting. ghosting. Before we there just was, didn't know that's what right. it was. Yeah, when they just wouldn't come to the phone, and then they would not call you back. Yeah, and then you'd wait for the phone call, and then if you were an asshole, you called them back, and you said, <laughs> well, "Why didn't you call me?" Or you did this. 
hi, is this is this Carrie's mom? Yeah, hi. I'm calling speak to Carrie, please. Oh, she's not here right now. Yeah, well, you said that before. Well, she's still not here. Well, where is she? Well, I'll take your name and number and I'll oh. have her call you back. Oh. And then you give your name and number again. Then they don't call you back. Oh, not, not me. I'm just saying it's a cringy yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, it is down. very cringy. It's yeah. like you start to feel like, oh. So, yeah, you just, yeah. So you, you were ghosted by them not returning your phone call, kind of the same way in which ghosting happens now, which is the best way to break up, best way to get broken up with. Get it over with. Get it over with. Be ghosted. And how many times now? You have to about 10, you said? Yeah, something like that. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Uh, let's see here. There was a lower chance of encountering psycho creeps. The internet has notoriously been the place for crazies to search out prey. Remember the Craigslist killer? Though you can, of course, meet dates of dubious character in the real world, the internet provides, provides increased invisibility for people with not so honorable motives to maneuver. Let me finish this list up here. The, um, their families couldn't stalk you as easily back in the day before the internet. Oh, you, that's true. Now your friends, cousins, mm-hmm. cousins, you know, yeah. <laughs> stalk you. Everybody yeah. can know cousins. everything Circle about right you. Back. That's right. I gotta get those cousins. Way in there. too close to Union County. Um, if you wanted to avoid serious scrutiny from your boyfriend's mom, cousin, yep. and uncle, you didn't have any obligations to accept their Facebook requests to have access to your daily thoughts and photos of you and your friends taking tequila shots in college. Um, and number 20 on this list, the most embarrassing way to meet your partner didn't exist. Although meeting your partner on Match.com and OkCupid has become increasingly popular, those who took this route still tend to dread the dinner party moment when they're asked, so how did you two meet? <laughs> so do people lie about that? I mean, if you met online, I thought that was, I thought that was okay now to admit, well, hey, we met on. online. Give me an example. The Mile of Men you used to do. Yeah. The Mile of Men. Uh-huh. They would place men on Kingston Pike with signs and their names and their numbers. Yeah. Okay. And I mean like a number 12, 13, 10, 6, whatever. Yeah. Not a phone number. And then women were driving by and then picking out which one they would want to date. And this show, and it was just before I got here because I would have never allowed this to happen. <laughs> <laughs> what a sexist way to do things. But It was very popular. They, they that show at the time... I guess it fomented a relationship between two people. Uh-huh. They who, got married. Who to this day, are they still together? Uh-huh. To this day say, yeah, I met on Starwater 2.1's Mile of Men. Uh-huh. <laughs> so they don't seem to have a problem with mentioning that, hey, this is how we met. Yeah. And that is that less insidious or more insidious than saying, oh, yeah, we met on Match. Oh, yeah, he swiped right on me on Tinder. I think that uh, you just say online. How did you meet your girlfriend? Oh, we worked at Carabas together. Okay, so you worked together. So you yeah. met each other organically. Right. Right. You but just... had you met online, would you say we met online? I would probably say online. I wouldn't say like, oh, I did this, like I slid a DM slid in her DMs. I wouldn't say Tinder. It just doesn't it just doesn't sound good to me. The stigma of a contrived meeting oh. still clouds people's views on even their own romantic situations, and that's got to mean something according to this. I, I you know, how you meet is how you meet. And in yeah. today's world, meeting from an online hookup or whatever you want to call it. It's more and more common. So I, yeah. I just thought it was okay to say that now. I mean, or accept it or whatever. Yeah, because yeah. I can remember people talking about meeting and dating from online. And, and, and at first, like when you heard about it at first, it'd be like 10, skin 10 and 15. Like, you're yeah. like, oh, yeah. well, is it real? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, now if it was eHarmony or Christian Mingle or something like that, I would look at it a little bit different. But Tinder... 
You mean look they, at it different as in more positively than Tinder? Yeah, because Tinder's more so, uh, most people look at it as a hookup. Well, app. it is a hookup spot. Yeah, so. But some people do get real, real relationships. Yeah. Right? yeah. And that's awesome. That that and you could also hook up through Match and eHarmony and <laughs> you okay can, you, yeah. put plenty of fish and Christian yeah. Mingle. Yeah. <laughs> I can tell you right now, the, highly, the most highly sexed human beings I've ever been around as a group in my life were my Baptist youth group when mm. I was in high school. Uh-huh. Yep. Okay? Yep. My, people are people. Uh, my girlfriend who was doing mission work by saving me from the heathens and the hell that was my future foisted me into this Baptist youth group where, uh, where I, I uh, let's just say that their parties, their, quote, dances and lock-ins were a lot healthier than um, any other situation I'd ever been in. <laughs> healthier? <laughs> healthier for my manhood. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. People oh, are people. Oh, I understand people yeah. are people, but I can just tell you right now, under the guise of the Baptist youth group at my church, uh, yeah, you know, opportunities abounded. Let's uh-huh. just put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I know people are people and Christians are. Christians have sex too. I understand yeah. that. But when you go to, into a Baptist youth group, you know, where they're not allowed to dance and yeah. handhold and, and, and lock-ins or... They in, couldn't in hold these, hands? Oh, God, no. Oh, doc, oh, Reverend Neil T. Jones? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, there ain't no hand-holding in our Baptist church. Huh. Oh, no. Oh, hand-holding leads to grope, to groping, and groping leads to making babies. Oh, oh my heavens. Yes, mm. Reverend Neil T. Uh, he was... What? Just You didn't have a hardcore Baptist preacher growing up? Mm-hmm. Oh, you were... No, you're, you were Baptist, now you're I Methodist. I was Baptist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yours was what laissez faire? They yeah we did it wasn't that. No. Did you, could you did you did you have lock-ins? We had lock-ins. Mm-hmm. Did they lock you into a one room gymnasium, or did they kind of give you access to the church? No, there was the, access with all the little yeah. rooms. Because uh-huh. yeah. I li- I went yep. to a massive Baptist church, yep. Columbia Baptist Church in Falls Church, Virginia, and uh-huh. it was a massive building, and there were rooms, and, dark rooms, and and yeah. hallways <laughs> and nooks and crannies and yep. stages that had areas under the stage. Oh my God! Uh-huh. <laughs> oh my God! Yeah. Two words. Who thought it was a good idea to put youth in a dark building? Two words. <laughs> overnight. <laughs> Two words. What's that? Pam Hill. That's all I want to say. Don't know where she is. Oh wait. Two more words. Lee Whitfield. Oh. Memories. <laughs> or should I say memories? Either oh. one. Oh. Memories. Goodbye, everybody. Mm.